That'll be him now. Calm yourself, me heart. Calm yourself now. Job of the morning to you. <laughs> Hello, Cotish. I mean, Tishuk. Michal Martin speaking. Gosh, I hear tis a grand soft day back in the outside. Is that right? <laughs> the president-elect Biden, I'm just all of a tizzy. I was so excited I accidentally tweeted that we'd spoken already. Uh, did we talk already? No, I... They just give me the phone and tell me to say words. Oh, no, 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 Mr. President-elect. What happened Faith was... Faith and Bergara, it's a pleasure speaking with you, Leo. Uh, actually, tis me halls. Is that Gaelic for Leo? No, 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 no. Gorgeous language. Chuck V. R. Law. Isn't that what you guys say? That wouldn't be something that I... In terms of... we wouldn't. How are things back in the old country? Oh, you know, it's not too bad. We've a bit of trouble with a Supreme Court judge. Tell me about it. Gotta pack more of the men over here. Uh, well, you, you could have this one of ours if he bloody well go already. Is there any sign of President Trump conceding? Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. He's claiming voter shenanigans, uh, but that's a bunch of malarkey, yeah. monkey shines and tomfoolery. Uh, will the Irish people back you all the way, sir, Mr. President-elect? Well, I sure am looking forward to hosting you on St. Paddy's Day. Uh, yeah, yeah. I already have a spot picked out for the bowl of four-leaf clovers. Uh, that's lovely. If I could address the issue of Brexit. Oh, uh, the... We'll have a full Irish breakfast. No. Three cups kinds of taters, don't you worry. Uh, no, 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 I, I mean the Good Friday agreement. You've agreed to stay here till Good Friday? No, sir. Okay, but here's the deal. No, no. Easter Sunday, it's just the Biden family. Is that all right, Leo? Uh, uh, it's actually Michal. Uh, Michal to you too, and Michal to all the good no, people of era. I, uh, God bless you. Uh, Michal, Leo. For goodness sake. He's ringing back again. Uh, hello, sir. It's a. Uh, Prime Minister Varenko, oh, it's President Trump here. Just ringing uh, to let you congratulate me on my huge victory. Oh, Jesus. Well, well, con- con- congratulations. And the, the, the Irish people are behind you all the way. It's great to hear, Leo. I must come back to Ireland for a couple of rounds of golf and a slap up meal afterwards. Maybe invite a bunch of bigwigs along. How about 80 people? How does that sound? Oh, God, not again. No, no. We might have to wait for the COVID to die down, Mr. President. There's no need. I had the Kung flu already. Ready. I'm basically immortal now. Uh, Set up the golf game, Leo. Yeah, no, look, it's Michal. I mean, no, it's you're right. It's Leo. Tell them you were speaking to Leo, Mr. President. Whatever. <laughs> I probably won't tweet about that, Carl. <laughs> in terms of. Ah, welcome to Ireland. In a world filled with tragedy, in a year blighted with misery, just when we thought we'd all suffered enough, comes a movie like so many others before it, Wild Mountain Time. Diddle 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 Meet Rosemary Muldoon, a flame-haired shawl wearing Colleen, who lives on a farm near the seaside town of Mullingar in 2020, but who grew up in the 60s. The 1860s. <gasps> There's muck on my face again. Am not I only a curse, Anthony? Dis that these indoors. Rosemary's in love with Anthony Riley, Jamie Dornan's affable but awkward Irish lad who practices marriage proposals on his pet donkey because that's the kind of thing that happens in Ireland. <laughs> Would you just marry me? <laughs> But there's a whole bunch of outrageous Hollywood cliches keeping these star-crossed lovers apart, featuring a hilarious miscast Christopher Walken as a cuddly Bull McCabe. My father hid this land inside his ass for two years to keep the British from stealing it. 
Now the land is going to be yours, son. And John Ham is the slick yank, intent on stealing the precious land and the sweet Colleen's heart. Uh, come to the big city with me, Rose. <gasps> I've never been in a big city or a car that isn't a noble Ascona, let alone fly to America in one of them flying air contraptions featuring plenty of jokes about rural male suicide. <laughs> You're as mad as your mad uncle, who was as mad as a mad moon, Musha Musha Makushla, and of course the Irish people's fondness for violence. I don't like to fighten. And I'm ashamed to say it, but I've only killed two men. I'm me 30 years of age, me darling. Featuring far and away the worst Irish accents since far and away. Come on, tell me you like me hat, Sharon. I'm Tom O'Cruz. <laughs> With special mention to Jamie Dornan for the worst Irish accent by an Irishman in a film since Pierce Brosnan and Evelyn, Taffin, and, well, any film he plays an Irishman. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! This leap year, see the movie that's even worse than leap year. The movie that Irish critics are calling a hate crime. Or stay with me here, Rosemary. Stay with me here in the 19th century. Oh, damn things you do be saying to me. The movie that's destined to make a fortune on the jewel audiences of gullible Americans and the Irish people who love to complain about their portrayal abroad. I feel so scarlet. For this film! Ah, wild mountain time. Rated PG, Paddy Wackery Galore. My heart is scuttered sideways. Let fly the flags, the birds sing, and little children dance upon the streets, as this week was the week the DUP truly embraced the Good Friday Agreement. At last we find some good use for it, and not just as a bib for Sammy Wilson on Chicken Wings Night. Uh, Arlene Foster and her proud orange men with red faces used the agreement in a way it was never intended, like how a pair of ladies' tights might be used in a hold-up of an abracadabra. The DUP used the peace deal's veto to reduce a lockdown extension, despite Belfast being more riddled with viruses than a soccer star after a week in Ibiza. Our chief medical officer... This is the Ulster Unionist Party Health Minister Robin Swan, who says abandoning a lockdown could cause another wave at Christmas. And that, combined with Brexit, means our stocks of key unionist delicacies of harp lager, bird's eye crispy pancakes and Worcester sauce flavoured potatoes could be threatened. That's just how serious this is. Northern Ireland's system of government is complicated. In order to carry out the veto, Ireland had to free climb to the top of Stormont accompanied by Sammy Wilson with a lambeg drum made from dead loyalists. There, while Sammy beat out a tune with his inner thighs, Arlene, in a garland of poppies on her forehead, cried out some Ulster Scots to the winds. Your body's as lazy as shock water! Shade, knock the eyes out of a flight! Later, after they'd climbed down and Sammy was resuscitated with pints of gravy, I asked Arlene Foster why the DUP wants to reopen everything while infections are still rampant. Well, these scientists and doctors are using facts and reason to control our lives. While we in the DUP don't believe in facts, reason or climate change or flutes that are used for anything other than the intimidation of Catholics. It is our God-given right to ram ourselves into orange halls and parade very slowly so as to avoid losing any 
calories put on in the consumption of tenants and pasties. Obesity for the Queen! But why wait till the very last minute and everyone's stressed out to make a deal? That's the DUP way. Yes. Why should our party be the only people with dangerously high levels of blood pressure and a 3 to 1 ham to body weight ratio? Yes. Northern Ireland is now seven counties. Yes. The people of Donegal and the DUP now have the same blood type. Yes. 85% virus! Yes. Super and there you have it, a majority oppressed. If I'd more time, we could go into a week's worth of Sinn Féin flips, flops and U-turns. Still, watching them hilariously deny that they were operating on instructions from Dublin, who were operating on instructions from a shed full of bitterness in Belfast, made a change from reporting on cash sloshing around their tax-exile-sized bank accounts. Tommy Gorman, physically in Belfast, but mentally eating a croissant in a groovy Sligo cafe, RT News. Uh, what a day in the course. I'm the greatest president there's ever been at golfing, it's true. Vice President Caddy, what was my score again? Uh, my prince, 18 holes and just yeah. 324 shots. Well done, what, sir. What, Pepsi, well, you're wrong. You've tabulated those scores incorrectly. That's a rigged system. Uh, no, sir. I wrong. added up your shots fairly and square. But remember when I yelled, stop the count. On the second hole, sir? My shots don't count after I yelled, stop the count, Pepsi. Well, Gee. Then congratulations, sir. You did 18 holes in oh. 17 shots. Well, wow. I'm the biggest, the best, bigly. Let's play another round. Uh, <clears throat> sir. Yeah, what is it? Is there a problem? You've been doing nothing but playing golf since the election. Yeah. Pandemic is out of control. The economy is in a tailspin. Yeah. Maybe you should go back to the White House and run the country? That's a great idea, Pensy. Let's watch some Fox News in the car and rage tweet. Well, that's not quite what I'm... Oh, and let's stop at KF. See in the way, right? But your blood is already 80% chicken grease. Mmm, chicken grease. Ah. Here at Fox News, we have staunchly defended President Trump. Yeah, I just love these guys at Fox. They're so right, on the ball. But now is the time the, for him uh, to accept the Democratic outcome uh, of the election. I hate it these guys. Always did. Rupert Murdoch is a commie socialist, radical left Democrat. Plus, he's an immigrant from Australia. Everyone knows they're criminals. Have the army deport him, Pensy. Uh, sir, I don't think we can deport the most powerful man in world media. What? I am the most powerful man in the world media. Well, Driver, stop at KFC and Burger King. No, sir, that's not good for you. Haven't you heard, Pensy? I got COVID and beat it, and I'm going to beat cholesterol next. Oh, sir. And at McDonald's as well. Deep-fried carbohydrates counts as one of my five a month, believe me. Sir, the defense secretary says he will not deport Mr. Murdoch. But then fire him, Mr. Vice President, and fire everyone in the Pentagon who won't let me send the army to stop the counts. Oh. And then fire whoever keeps replacing my KFC with healthy real chicken. Oh. It's disgusting. Replace them all with my lackeys, whoever's not already in prison. Uh. Speaking of lackeys, Pensy, get fake Lania down here to give me a back rub. I'm not fake Melania. I'm real Melania. I thought you'd go back to Russia and left me with the body double. Putin says I have to stay until you leave White House. Oh. But I don't have to give you back, Rob. There were reports you wanted a divorce also. It seemed like a good idea until the New York Times revealed you're broke. <gasps> don't tell Ivanka in case she wants to dump me. Your daughter 
Well, she's a hot lady shape, but that's all that matters. Ugh. Anyway, if they make me leave, I can always run for president again in 2024. But, sir, I want to run for president then. Don't be silly, Pensy. You can be my caddy until you die. What? Now shred my scorecard before you brush down the chicken crumb from the Resolute desk. <sighs> Will there be anything else? Yeah, I'll be on the toilet organizing a coup. Ugh. Send me in a Diet Coke. A week is a long time in politics. A new American president elected. Balina threatens to arm wrestle Carlingford for the rights to Joe Biden Plaza with a giant supermax and two Supreme Court justices fighting like a girl band feud. So it came as a shock to some that Sinn Féin were still baying for blood in the Leo the Leak controversy, which feels like a quaint reminder of times past. Thishuk Michal Martin proposed a motion of confidence in his Tarnishta. Uh, I regret very much that I should have to defend the Tarnishta. <laughs> uh, even though I've forgiven him now for all the awful things he said about me in the past, uh, like two weeks ago uh, and every week prior to that. But this move by Sinn Féin is 100% cynical. The Tarnishta was also backed by Minister for Haven't Heard About Him for Ages, Simon Coveney. Uh, this should be my time to stand up, knife my colleague in the back, and lead the party my family tells me I was born to lead. Uh, but I won't. Uh, Leo has my full confidence. Uh, only I had confidence in myself. <laughs> Minister Heather Humphreys also got the memo. Uh, I have full confidence in the Tarnishta, even though he took my lovely business portfolio and dumped me up to my neck in PUP. <laughs> now, I propose using my remaining 4 minutes 50 seconds to attack the Shinners. Yay. Rank hypocrisy, Yay. multiple mysterious bank Yay. accounts, 4 million in a yes. well, 4 million. Then it was time for the leader of the Green Party, Eamon Ryan, to wake up. Why I believe that Village Magazine should be ashamed of its Yes. It rarely features stories about villages. No. People say the Greens stayed silent on this, but we weren't silent. No. We were listening yes. with our eyes closed. <laughs> it fell to Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou MacDonald to lead the hunt against Leo Varadkar. All we are saying, Count Corla, yes. is that confidential documents were distributed to pals. Aye. Messages were deleted. Mm. It's a disgrace. Yes. And it's also a disgrace that Village magazine hasn't found any more jamming evidence on time for this debate. Like maybe footage of the Thornish and Dr. Zero crack appearing on the best friends on the den slosh or something. But Finnegale's choir boys were out in force. Has the Thornish that ever made a mistake? Yes, sometimes he's too handsome and caring. He's a force for good, like Luke Skywalker. But instead of a lightsaber, he carries a mobile phone. A phone he occasionally, yes, texts friends and journalists with. Sinn Féin, on the other hand, are the Darth Vader of politics. Scary, mask-loving and very hard to understand. Hello, Minister Harris. Thank you, Tom Corley. This is a total stunt from a party of total stunts. I'm important and I'm only a Leo leak or two away from becoming even more important. <laughs> then it was time for the Thornister to conclude a debate that everyone thought had concluded a week ago. Cal Corley, I absolutely regret that my first motion of confidence is over something as trivial as this yes. and not, say, over the children's hospital or putting Murphs in housing hey! or cervical check or the broadband disaster <laughs> or even that time I wore a tank top on my way to a cabinet meeting on Brexit. <laughs> anyway, this error was entirely down to my own failure what? to foresee that my not friend Dr. Zero Crack would go all dear Kylie on me <laughs> and boast to his mates that he knows me. <laughs> I also regret the way this house has been dragged into Trumpian politics yes. but then what else can we expect from somebody with a big orange face yeah. like Mary Lou? Oh, <laughs> and 
with that the vote was called with the tarnished and all the people who were told to vote for him winning comfortably Michal Lahan two hours of my life I'll never get back at the soulless convention centre Dublin where fields and taxpayers millions go to die Now, eight Gardaí have been suspended, allegedly on suspicion that they quashed traffic violations for GAA figures. <coughs> I'm joined on the line now by Garda Deputy Under Commissioner Fiekla McGillifehickel. Yes. Garda Deputy Under Commissioner, what's going on? Well, further to an ongoing investigation involving personnel attached to the Garda National Bureau of Criminal Investigation, Ham Sandwich Division, I can confirm that eight members of a Gardaí have been suspended forthwith. Yes, that's exactly what I said. I understand the NBCI, not to be confused with the NCBI which deals with the blind pause for the irony of that to sink in uh, they were investigating GA players speeding tickets under subsection 47B addendum 26 under the bit about Hail Marys I cannot comment on ongoing investigations but isn't quashing a few speeding tickets a very minor offence for the NBCI which was set up to look at serious crimes to investigate is there something else going on here uh, I am not in a position to possibly comment or not comment on what skullduggery may or may not be occurring on the guard pursuant to the above question. I always make sure to bring the Salpadine when I know you're going to be on. Tell us what is the result of this several years long investigation. Well, the investigation proceeded cautiously and slowly as the Gordi pertaining to the matter were frequently off sick, out on patrol or on a supermax run. Or a GAA matches, presumably. How many speeding tickets are we talking about here? I'm not in a position to disclose that information. Well, why not? As we have reason to believe some may have been delivered deliberately shoved down the radiator, fed to the horses of the mounted unit or put through the washing machine in the pocket of the uniform trousers. Right, so at a time of unprecedented public order demands, policing COVID restrictions and murderous gang feuds, yes. couldn't the Gardaí make better use of their time than taking their own members out of circulation because they failed to prosecute a corner forward for driving into a yellow box? I am not in a position to confirm that any corner forwards, or for that matter, half-backs have an... Destroying, e- and even in some cases is ending guard careers over this kind of minor... I can't confirm that any minor teams are involved and I must caution you now... Caution me? Why? I I don't even go to GAA. I must caution you this interview is now at an end though just to say I have noted your unexpected concerns about our members' careers so if you're ever caught doing the old Schumacher in a 50 kilometre zone yourself... Dear God! uh, Let's just say I will advise the arresting officer to let his spice bag spill out onto your card or pulse file... and delete said points accidentally on purpose like Uh, wink wink well I think I'd rather face the full force of the law if you don't mind a chicken fillet roll so good heavens at On Post we're working harder than ever to make sure you've a Christmas like no other but unlike Santa who only delivers once a year the lazy git we deliver every day mostly We've just opened Ireland's largest automated parcel sorting centre. But thanks to The Thing, we could open a hundred new automated centres and it wouldn't be enough to deliver all the tat you order online while binging on cheap gin and terrible Netflix shows. So bear with us at this busy time. Don't worry if you couldn't remember your own name when you ordered it. Thanks to Aircode, we know where you live. If you clicked next day delivery, then your package may be a week late. And when you call to the post office to collect it, queue and complain, it may be lost again. But don't worry, we've seen the kind of stuff you order and you'll only throw it in the bin anyway. 
Whether it's those pants from ASOS that you might have had the vague chance of fitting into in 2004, or a book on home exercise you genuinely thought you'd use after that second box of Tesco wine you secretly opened during that Wednesday Zoom meeting, there's literally nothing we won't deliver and then return for you a week later. Fool yourself that you shop local because of that one time you bought something from Kenny's Bookshop, but your local postman knows the truth, as his bag is fit to burst with envelopes from China full of fake handbags and Xanax. OnPost exists to bring you whatever you want. There's nothing we like more than your gleam of excitement when we hand you a box the size of a family car, only to discover all it contains is a single string top, half a ton of bubble wrap, and a note pleading for help from the victim of modern slavery who made it. So, if we're a little slow this year, be patient. Just three more sleeps till your Michael Bublé calendar, bubblegum scented tea lights and broken chainsaw arrive. Unpussed. Making every day like Christmas as you try to fill the void of 2020 in your heart with self-hating consumerism. You're welcome. Now it's over to Des with sport. Des, what? Sorry, I was just watching the live stream of the funeral for the Kerry Championship there. Monsignor Pat Spillane officiating a green and gold. Randy Boucher just bringing up the gifts. Uh, it looks like some relics at St. David of Clifford and a photo of Paddy O'Shea with Charlie High. Very moving. Now, uh, of course, Ireland lost 3-0 to England at Wembley. Brian Kerr watched it on his uh, sat-nav. Yeah, quiet night in the rank, even quieter night in Wembley. The best Irish player on the pitch bar none was Jack Grealish. If he'd switched teams again at half-time, we might have had a chance, but it was Malogian. Six games without a win now for Stephen Kenny. That's what happens when you promote the League of Ireland manager to the international job. <laughs> I was in the back of his cab early in the week and I warned him, so I did. Stephen Kenny driving a cab knows Des. Um, in boxing, Katie Taylor's world title fight tomorrow night will be available free to view on YouTube and other platforms. The brave fighter is relishing the chance to show showcase her new skills. Her skills. Thank God, you know, everyone will be able to see this fight. You know, for young girls to be able to see grown women punching the heads off each other, and not in the way women usually punch the heads off each other on YouTube. It's just fantastic, you know. Uh, I think my opponent is a great young fighter and uh, I have a lot of admiration for her so please God I can break her nose respectfully Oh isn't that lovely Now I'm wearing my golfing shirt today because my Kula hoodie ran in the wash but also because the long-awaited Masters is finally underway in Augusta Greg Allen reports Yes, we're not used to chilly weather at the Masters, but perhaps that's a good omen for Rory McIlroy as he attempts to come in from the cold and heat up his lovely extremities by basking in the warm glow of victory. Dear God. McIlroy has struggled with form this year with remarkably little buzz about the doting father to the world's luckiest little lady. Ooh. It feels like I am the only golf reporter in the world giving him a chance. I've been really trying to refocus my game, you know, between feeds. I did a four-hour training session earlier this week and then the baby monitor went off. Speaking of your lovely baby, you've got a bit of on your top, Rory. Uh, that's not the baby. You're just standing too close to me again, Greg. Have you not heard about social distancing? Oh, God. No azaleas in bloom at the Augusta Pines, but if Rory McIlroy can pull on the green jacket this chilly Sunday, there just might be a warm hug waiting for him. Des. Ugh, bit of sick on my top as well now. Saparoctus Watchers, this is Gossip Guy, anonymously bringing you doll the steamiest hot air from Leinster's shoutiest house. This week's big story is about a man who should have been humiliated into resigning, but insists on clinging on to a big salary and pension without doing any work. Who does Seamus Wolf think he is? A pawnish the as if. 
The juicy, judicious part of the tale is that letters that one of the parties thought were confidential were sent everywhere, and not by the dashing Prince of Leaks either, confidential. The not-so-private letters of Chief Justice Frank Clark and Baby Judge Seamus Wolf are voiced by dodgy actors. Dear Mr. Wolf, I write to utterly refute your statement that by asking you to resign and by telling you that the entire court wants you to resign and by sending three judges to your house to tell you to resign, that I am somehow pressuring you to resign. Any such conclusion merely demonstrates further how poor your judgment truly is and reinforces the argument that you should resign. Yours truly, Chief Justice Clark. P.S. Goddamn resign already. Dear Chief Justice Clark, I would rather eat a whole mule in front of the darn county sooner than resign. You can't make me. I'm gonna sit right here nice and comfy and see you don't try go impeach me. You try that and I'll see you in court, which is my court now too. Don't you just love how the law makes darn all sense and you can take that to the bank. Yo, sincerely, the wolf. P.S. You can howl at the moon, I go nowhere. <clears throat> Everyone's saying this is a constitutional crisis, but I don't get it. It's just two well-paid people with huge egos of different generations who don't like each other being forced to work together. Sounds like a normal day in government to me. Word is the three-party coalition, FF and FG plus a side of veg, may be too scared to impeach the wolf. Because the former AG knows about so many skeletons in the Finnegale cupboard, he could fill a village with them. In fact, it's amazing hasn't leaked them already. How can he resist such tea delicious leaking? More evidence of his bad judgment. Meanwhile, it was biz as usual this week, as the country returned to tearing itself apart over what COVID level we should be on, level two or level five. Things got heated at the Fianna Fáil meeting, and there's nothing worse than Fianna Fáilers in heat. Come on now, calm yourselves, soldiers. We are, we are aiming to get to level three, all right? That's no use, we want the pubs open. It's not Christmas until we are inhaling each other in South Pub and are two pints away from a mass brawl over the share of Mammy's winnings from a scratch card. No, 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 stop there now. Jimidium, what do you... It's a flawed plan, Taoiseach. Every time I try to drink outside, they make me wear an aviation tower signal light. <laughs> While Michal the Co-Tish, who someone called the Faux-Tish, was getting his ears burned, the real Tish was out nefeting nefet by ruling out flights home for Crimbo. Rumour is he won't let anyone fly again, at least until the rave clubs of Berlin are back open and he'll be twerking in a Merc all the way there from the airport. And who am I? I'll never tell. You know you love me, XOXO, Gossip Guy. <laughs>